Hello, I'm Alan McGuire and this is uh, Juvenalia, a podcast about childish things. My guest co-host today is Ellen Hannon from Her.E. Hello. Hello. And our guest today is Imram Kalaisa from DailyEdge.ie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. What are you going to talk to us about today? Today I'm talking about Jurassic Park. We're going to talk about the book and the film. We're going to talk about the book and the film. Um, Initially it was just going to be the film, but Mm. I think the two are so inextricably linked, obviously, that that we can't not talk about the book. No. Um, I also feel like my entire life has been leading up to this point and I only didn't (laughs) realise that until today. I'm so excited (laughs) for this one. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When when you guys said, you know, do you want to come on and talk Mm. about something that was important to you growing up and I thought about Jurassic Park and then I thought is it worthy enough? Like it's a blockbuster it's a Steven Spielberg blockbuster mm. how, how much can there be to say about it? And now I feel really bad for thinking that because it is a very worthy film. Yeah I think it's um, like our generation Star Wars. I would agree yeah. Like it's the big emotional adventure super film. adventure like cutting edge special effects but a really good film with great characters And that and has really stood the test of time It really has the special effects, every single special effect in it, pretty much is still yeah. believable. I, th- I think, yeah. I think it it, 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 it kind of falls gracefully into the nineties when there was that kind of development of, of yeah. you know, technical yeah. stuff and CGI. Like if you look back at the Indiana Jones movies, and they're still amazing, but mm. you know, obviously some of the special effects, you're like, mm, can see the mm. strings and pulleys. Yeah. But um, Jurassic Park, just you watch it today, and you're like, it still looks amazing. Mm. Where you can't even tell which bits are computers and aren't for no. a lot of it. And like, for a film that was made in nineteen ninety three, like mm. that's pretty solid considering it's like 23 years like, like yeah. 22 23 23 years I think oh, God, I feel sorry. that feels bad yeah. I feel so old <laughs> so we both saw it in the cinema yeah I saw yeah. it in the cinema I was 12 I was, um, yeah I was 8 I think yeah I um, I, have, I had just finished primary school I was on the cusp of entering secondary school and you know mm. when you're you, you're coming for, from a place where you were the most important people yeah. in a group of 200 less important yeah. people in a school and you don't realise you're going into another school where you're going to be literally the dirt on the bottom of someone's feet. Mm. Shark tank. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, you know, I was like bouncing through that summer going, everything's amazing. I have a bike. Someone <laughs> drive me to the cinema. I have new runners. And Jurassic Park was just like the icing on the top of that summer. Mm. So how many times like, did you see it a lot? Yeah, I actually asked my mother about this last night because I can't really remember. It was a long time ago. I went to see it in the cinema, I think, at least three or four times. I can't figure out how I managed to achieve that because A, we lived kind of in the middle of nowhere in the countryside. So going to the cinema required lifts. B, I was 12, so didn't have that much autonomy over what I did with yeah. my time. C, it cost money to go to the cinema. <laughs> D, I just don't know how my parents went, yeah, fine, go and see this film for a fourth <laughs> time, Emer, yeah. in the cinema. I asked my mother about it. Uh, she can't really remember. Uh, she says, my dad, who sadly passed away a few years ago, but she he would probably be able to fill me in on this. Mm. She says she she assumes he brought me at least once because mm. it was right up his street and he loved it as well. Yeah. So the other times, possibly with friends, possibly through, you know, nagging. Yeah, it was probably fun for your dad if he enjoyed it too. Like, he was like, I'll go again. I'll go again. (laughs) Don't worry. Oh, this child wants to go to the cinema again. What will we do with her? Um, But I do remember seeing it for the first time in the cinema. I remember more specifically after actually coming home from seeing it in the cinema and being really, really afraid. Like, I was 12, so logically I knew that there were no dinosaurs (laughs) hiding in the bushes. But I can remember, like, running, scarpering, mincing from the car to the back door just in case a raptor might come out and slash my intestines. Like, I just 
was like, I know it's not there, but it's the same yeah. way if you watch any horror movie and you're like, yeah. I know oh, the yeah. witch isn't going to attack yeah. my tent, but she might. It's like hmm. when they're all in the car and they film it from inside the car. Yeah. It's like, and then you, you're kind of from that point in the film, you're like in the car the, for the whole film. Yeah. In the, like mm. metaphorical car or whatever. Yeah. You're just always like, you're like in their place. Yeah. They just managed to make it so believable and so real. And yeah. It's really like visceral and physical. Yeah. Like when he's like the T Rex is like smashing the the glass windshield or the glass roof. Yeah. in on top of him. That wasn't supposed to happen. No. Oh, the glass yeah. wasn't supposed to yeah. smash. Yeah, and I didn't know that, and I was like, that is so scary for those child actors. <laughs> so <laughs> scary. Yeah. Like just terrifying. Just the the suspense they managed to build. And if you think about the amount of times you see really scary dinosaur things happening in Jurassic Park, there actually aren't that many. Mm. But they're all done so well that. They really, really stick with you, and they're all different. Yeah, encounters. very different. Yeah. I read that it's it's 127 minutes long, and only like 14 or 15 minutes have dinosaurs in it. Yeah, like. and you don't see your first dinosaur until well into the yeah. film. Um, I think it's when they're driving over the plains and and they oh the you know Rockies, the, the, at, at the lake. I think yeah, it's yeah. A bit, yeah, and Alan Grant tur- turns Eddie yeah. Sattler's head, and she kind of is oh my god. Mm. And then they see their life work of paleontology slipping away. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, we're now redundant. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of set up like as a horror film where they kind of keep the reveals back until yeah. well into it. Like, Really expertly yeah. done, I think. Yeah. Um, like, I've heard it described and I've read it described as an almost perfect film mm. because where are the flaws really? Yeah, every um, unit is brilliant. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's, it's probably my favourite film of all time or at least definitely in my top three. But like the flaws are, are, are really quite hard to find. And I think it's through like Brilliant Direction by Steven Spielberg. I know Michael Crichton, who wrote the book, was involved in writing the script. Um, they managed to build the suspense so brilliantly. And you leave the cinema going, oh, I just want to see it again, which is yeah. what I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the deadly cast as well. Like Jack yeah. Goldblum is like my favourite person. So brilliantly cast. I love yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. What a character. All the black that he wears, like he's just... Yeah, and it's like even for, definitely for the first half, it like it's like they all act like they're not in a like a some a film or something's about to go wrong. They're yeah. all just like in a, like an indie film about yeah, just exactly. people on a on a holiday. Yeah, like him and Laura Dern especially. Yeah, I love their relationship. I think yeah. like uh, as I said, I was twelve when I saw it. I think I he, um, Sam Neill, Alan Grant in the film was probably one of my first proper like film fancies, mm. where okay. I was definitely felt very like strongly attracted to yeah. him. Um, even though he was much more of like a dad figure, yeah. but, but you were like very you're handsome, like, yeah. very handsome in a hot dad way. Like. Yeah, and also I think I um, I don't know if if twelve year olds these days uh, have these films. When I was twelve or thirteen, around that age, it was really popular to watch like made for TV movies or movies like the Hallmark Channel movies. So movies like A Cry True in the Dark, movies. True yeah. Movies, A Cry in the Dark, which was like the Dingo Ate My, ba- Ate My Baby movie. There was another one called Who Will Love My Children. There was another one called Not Without My Daughter, which I think Sally Field possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those films are really, really popular with girls my age at that time. And Sam Neill is in. Um, the Dingo Out My Baby movie. Mm. I think I definitely fancied him in that. So okay. then when I went to see Jurassic Park and I was like, oh, it's the Dingo Baby Man. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one of those movies uh, that I saw called First Do No Harm and it had Meryl Streep in yeah. it. Yeah, and it was about her kid with like diabetes and it was just so strange. <laughs> diabetes <laughs> tragic. Yeah, and it was, she was like, this is like really, really bad. Just, then it was like, the kid ended up just on some special diet that wasn't <laughs> recommended by doctors, but she was like, I'm doing it for my son. <laughs> a lot of those movies were based around uh, children 
at peril of either dying or being removed from their parents. Yeah, just mom stress. <laughs> yeah, a lot of mom stress and a lot of sweeping scores and like like basically rubbish, but also brilliant. It's gas to watch in a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were they would have been probably. I mean, in the mid, early to mid nineties, really the only film entertainment was to go to Extravision or your local. You know, DVD, oh, yeah. DVD video rental video shop, store, yeah. and there wasn't much. Uh, there wasn't much choice. So you were getting no. who will love my children for the fourth <laughs> time that year, and you were going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, you were roughly Lex's age that yeah. she is in the film. Yeah, a little bit. So, like, when she was like obsessed with Alan Grant, you're like, yeah, that's like me. I was obsessed. Yeah. With, I wanted to be her so yeah. much. Like, I, you, I would, you know, beg my mother to buy a magazine and. Because th- in case I thought her picture might be in it, and I would mm. cut it out and stick it on my wall, and go, one day I will be like Lexi, <laughs> or Lex. What's her name, Lexi? They just called her Alexis. Lexi. Alexis. Alexis. Yeah. 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 Um, I was really obsessed with her, so I think yeah, her infatuation with Alan Grant probably fueled my infatuation yeah. with him. Um, but I also really loved Ellie Sattler, and they're they're in a in a kind of very low level romantic relationship yeah. in the film. In the book, they're actually not at all. Mm. Um, he's yeah. like 40 and she's in her 20s. Not that that's ever stopped anyone before. <laughs> but they're much more student and teacher kind of relationship yeah. in the book and then in the film, the romantic relationship. But it's so low key. I think it's done really well. Yeah, it never it's... becomes a focal point of the yeah. film. The only little bit forced bit is um, the kind of inference that he becomes more more conducive to liking children. Yeah. Yeah. At the start of the film, he's very like, ugh, they're annoying and noisy and get them away from me. all the peril, he's like, oh, kids. Yeah, and then they're like falling asleep on him and you're like, oh, (laughs) 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 can I fall asleep on you? It's weird that Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern like dated off. I know, yeah. Because in my head, I'm always like, oh, it would be her and Sam Neill. Because like, but then you're like, oh, twist. Yeah, a twist. Yeah. Um, Yeah. God, I could talk about Alan Grant all day. We should just separate about <laughs> Alan Grant. Sam Neill actually follows me on Twitter, <gasps> but he follows about 25,000 people oh, on Twitter. Oh, so that's, that's like when Melissa John Hart follows you. Yeah. Or Tay Diggs. Yeah. 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 Tay Diggs, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the Tay Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> Marion Keyes follows me. I, I, that's, that's one of my favourite ones. Yeah. yeah, me too. You know the way there's these yeah. people who follow you on Twitter and you're like, if they ever unfollowed me, I'd be really upset. Yeah. Like, what I'm did so I say to upset that. them? Mm. Very gas. She's really nice on Twitter. How much does she like Jurassic Park? I'd say she would. I'd say she fancies a few people and she would talk about it at length. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jeff Goldman is a very handsome man. Like, I know I've said it already, but he's... Yeah, when he's reclining after he gets gets a kick in the chest from the Mm T-Rex. When he's, like, reclining on the desk and you're like... (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, sunglasses, like... Yeah. Yeah. Were you, like, aware of him before... Because no. that was my first encounter with all of those people. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really know Laura Durham was like this, da- like was like David no. Lynch's muse and stuff. No, not at all. I mean, if if, was, if I came out now and all those people were in it, you'd be like, "This is such a weird cast for a, a major." You film. really would. No, yeah. I wouldn't have had any clue who any of those people were apart from Dingo Wait My Baby Sam Neil. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, pre-internet, pre-really mm. anything. <laughs> so. Yeah, you can't really go into films innocent like that anymore, can you? No, like you, I can't, rem- like I really just can't remember like hearing about it or really mm. knowing anything about it. Like going to the cinema was a big part of of my life and everyone else my age's life yeah. at that stage. So I probably saw a trailer and thought, well, that looks good. Let's go yeah. and see that. Um, Were you into dinosaurs beforehand? A, a little bit. Actually yeah. more into archaeology than dinosaurs. Okay. Um, definitely used to play at being an archaeologist. Yeah, same. Like digging nothing up. I used to have like a, I'd get a, you know, like a stone with like muck on it and you like, I'd get like a chisel that my dad had and be yeah. like, 
chiseling on it yeah. like at nothing I wouldn't find anything yeah. I used to look for fossils on the beach I found some before which was pretty cool you and I, I had quite the same yeah. thing <laughs> like, this looks like a snail yeah. <laughs> and I think I'd, I also used to play like play act at being kind of a stone age person as in like building little fires oh yeah, yeah. and hunting and gathering hunting and gathering <laughs> I grew up in the countryside so you know there was mm. there was great Plenty scope full. for your imagination yeah. but I definitely was into kind of archaeology maybe slightly paleontology even though I didn't know it at the mm. time um, but not super into dinosaurs no yeah until I saw Jurassic Park and to be perfectly honest I still remained more into Jurassic Park than dinosaurs yeah it's more about the package of Jurassic Park than it, like I couldn't name really anything beyond the kind of most well-known dinosaurs. I'm not yeah. super, super mm. into the, you know, subspecies and genres yeah, and whatever. Yeah, or but, like um, periods. And... Yeah, yeah. So it's more about Jurassic Park. I did, however, go on to study geology in college on the strength of really? kind of wanting to somehow you end do up geology? being... Yeah, somehow yeah. being... A, now, I didn't last at it. <laughs> yeah. Geology's really, really, really hard and it's not just... No, um, I know someone mm. who did it and she's like, it's... It's tough. Like, it's really it, tough. Yeah, it's not it's, just like this is a beautiful stone. No, <laughs> it's quite scientific. Yeah, um, I did a science. I when I left school, I went to do a science degree, and that was one of the options that yeah. you could choose. And I was like, well, it's, <laughs> it's all coming up, Emer, because I'm going to end up in Jurassic Park. And then had a few geology lectures and went, oh, <laughs> this is nothing like I expected. Uh, I really wanted to be an archaeologist, but the it just didn't work out that way. Mm. And you know, kind of for the best, maybe. <laughs> I know someone who is, my dad has a friend who's an archaeologist and like she enjoys it, but it's like the work is so sporadic and rare and yeah. like not incredibly well paid. Yeah. So yeah, it's not, it's, not it's a, a labour of love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I did, I, I, like Jurassic Park really did influence a lot of my decisions and kind of pathways throughout my teens. So I did transition here and ended up like really begging to get into the National Museum into their archaeology and they actually have a paleontology department well they did then I don't know if they still mm. do oh. and it, the paleontology department was like two guys um, kind of locked away in kind of a dusty maybe not so dusty in, in an office and I maybe I was the first person who had ever requested yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be brought into their office but I mean I do I was I do remember loving it and feeling, like it feeling very privileged yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was a brilliant week you get to um, see all those like special things that other people yeah that other see. people never got to yeah. see and if you go to the National Museum on Kildare Street but there's so much going on behind the scenes there's so much stuff I've always this, wanted to know it's like, amazing <laughs> it's so so good they should they should I don't do know. like a Shelburne documentary that they did for people for the behind the scenes yeah. museum. I would, I would seriously think that. And in the in the in the bowels of the basement of, I think it's that building. They have just rows and rows and rows of like drawers, and in each drawer is a little artifact. A lot of them would be from Wood Key or from you know, yeah. just mm. stuff that they can put on display and that wouldn't be very interesting to put on display. But literally, so much stuff. That the public I'm will never get like, to see. Yeah, <laughs> that's exciting to me. So when I did that work experience, to be allowed to be left behind the scenes of yeah. that kind of thing was just so thrilling. Yeah, I sound like such a nerd. Like, <laughs> no, but when you're like 16, you're like, I did my one of my work experiences in. Um, I got it in the O'Brien Press Publishers, and I just got to read proofs of kids' books and like <gasps> look at the stationery cupboard and like sit down in this room by myself, being like, "This book was good. You should change this. It was the best." <laughs> the dream. Yeah, yeah. No, it was so fun. I did a primary school and architect's office, and their oh, office. No, not oh. people did architect's I know. office. What's kind that of, about? You kind of feel like because it's an office. I guess it's, like it. it's office work, but it's also 
kind of not like just like the to office be creative yeah I, they didn't know what to do with me they want me to bring in a guitar magazine and draw up on the guitars in CAD and then there's oh. lots and lots of photocopying and that was it oh, well, yeah. they that gave me one real job to do and I fucked it up so badly they went, okay we'll do this thing that's just you instead <laughs> I was supposed to make all the walls in a house plan smaller by like half an inch or something Okay. and it was just really this hard this wasn't a real house plan was it? it was a real house plan doesn't sound very responsible someone in Waterford has a house where the walls don't quite touch yeah because of me well my experience at the National Museum was extremely positive yeah. and yeah I really loved it that was really cool didn't go on to be a paleontologist. Not many people do, though. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. There's not much. There's I don't know Ross Geller. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's not real. So. This is very true, yeah. So, I was actually reading into dinosaurs because, like, I remember a lot of hype around Jurassic Park. So, yeah. and then they brought out, you know, those, like, weekly magazines. Right? Oh, yeah. Take, like, five dinosaurs a week. Oh, bags for them. Never yeah. Them. So, I knew all about dinosaurs by the time it came out. And I knew the Velociraptors were the wrong size. Oh really? They're much smaller and Yeah, they're like yeah. the size of turkeys. Yeah. So I was like, I knew this and I was outraged by it. And then in the paper, some kid wrote to Steven Spielberg saying this and he got to meet Steven Spielberg and got loads of signed stuff. I was like, that should have been me. <laughs> I should have written that letter. They found ones a similar size. They have now, yeah. 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 So, so Steven Spielberg was proved right eventually, but he's always he'll always be proved right. Yeah. 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 He hasn't made that many mistakes. No. I mean we could go into them, but let's well, yeah. <laughs> so we'll stay positive. We're here to celebrate him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like the compared to the book, every change they made is for the better. I think. Yeah. So yeah. I saw the film first, and then very shortly afterwards, um, got actually meant to bring my copy of the book. I still have the, the oh, copy of the really? book I got yeah. when I was twelve, and I forgot to bring it. But it is literally falling apart. Yeah. Like it's held mm. together with bits of old sellotape. Um, so I got the book probably shortly after I had seen the film through again through extensive nagging, and it's not a book for children. No, um, my father bought it for me before the film. It's, yeah, it's, I read it when it's, I was like eight. Yeah, it's a it's it's quite scientific, so it's kind of hard to understand. Yeah, um, B it's extremely gruesome, like extremely yeah. gruesome. It's um, it's a horror. It's a it's a horror really. It's a horror thriller. So it's gory. Dinos- like. It's very yeah. gory, oh. but not. I don't think it's like ostent- ostentatiously gory. I think yeah. it's 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 a brilliant book, and you know, regularly lauded as one of Michael Crichton's best. Mm. But um, they did manage to somehow turn a very very detailed and technical book into a blockbuster film using probably only 10% of the information or the you know the major yeah. plot points from the book but they did it they managed to do it so well yeah. and you can appreciate both the book and the film as individual things and you can appreciate how they work together and anyone who likes Jurassic Park at all or likes anything sciencey or anything a bit you know Dinosaur, yeah. I'd urge them to read Jurassic Park. It's such such a good book. Yeah. I think as well, like you know, when people give out about book adaptations not being that faithful to the book, sometimes I think that that's better because it might be a good book, but the book directly translated wouldn't make a good yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. So it's good that mm-hmm. they use the basic skeleton, like, but mm. they. If they did it like a proper like no for no, it would be so long as well. Yeah. Like, mm. I think you probably could make a different Jurassic Park from the book and make like if you were to make a more adult yeah. uh, version, it would be something like Aliens. Oh, like a 15s Jurassic Park. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, they could have taken, you know, much more gruesome elements from the book. But they but they did, I mean, in the book, the book is, is really, really quite different and various characters die in the book that don't die in the film. Um, I, will we maintain a no spoilers? Oh no, we'll no every, every scene. Yeah. Yeah, Hammond yeah. dies at the end of the book. It's implied that Ian Malcolm dies at the end of the book but I think he actually comes back in the Lost World he book. Does, I think, 
I think he dies in the book. I remember I, I read that list earlier on about what's yeah. changed. I feel like they said Malcolm didn't make it. I feel like I remember yeah. thinking, no, Malcolm died. And then I yeah. did read The Lost World um, after that, but it wasn't as enamoured with The Lost World. No. I'm not very enamoured with The Lost World, the film or Jurassic Park 3. No. Um, A lot of stuff from that was cut from the book the ended up in Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park, the book is in The Lost World, the, 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 film, the, the action set pieces. And Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like the stuff that was like, we don't need it for this one, but yeah. we one of them. There's kind of two layers like... Th- in the book there's the layer of like the dinosaur story and then there's the layer of the company that's making the dinosaurs this is a company called InGen oh yeah and the second and third film kind of focus more on that mm. element okay of the, the corporate, story like, or the yeah. Jurassic Park universe or canon or whatever yeah. way you want yeah. to describe it um, whereas the book itself ju- or the film Jurassic Park just takes kind of the the, the kind of details it's a survival story it's more yeah. yeah yeah you said to me that you think there's a lot of religious themes in yeah, yeah well I, I never mean, really spotted that before it's not that I, I necessarily think there are a lot of religious themes I, just, I think that it is read a lot that it that there could be I mean I would imagine there have been a lot of essays written about the religious themes that are in Jurassic Park um, there is mention in both the book and the film about you know quotes that, that eminently quotable like God creates man God creates dinosaurs oh, yeah. God oh, yeah. destroys dinosaurs and then Ellie Sattler comes back with uh, dinosaurs destroy man and women inherit the earth which is one of the greatest uh, lines <laughs> Um, but I think uh, inherently the 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 kind of main religious theme would be that God created these this world, these animals decided to get rid of them, and who is man to interfere? Yeah, with that God's plan or whatever. Exactly, yeah. that's God's plan. I've I've read another thing which suggested that John Hammond was supposed to be represent the character of Satan. Oh, in temptation, sort of kind of temp, but also kind of the wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, Hammond wears white in, in throughout the film and he's oh, seen yeah. as kind of this benel- benel- benevolent uh, <laughs> old man in the book actually he's a much more sinister character and yeah, he's much I less I thought there was creepy undertones with him in like I was like there's it's not just a, like a passion project like there's, so there's something like sin- creepy about him I couldn't even yeah he, he is much creepier much more sinister in the book and okay. he's he's um He's much more interested in the profiteering and the turning it into, you know, he's going to be the most famous theme park owner in the world. Like and Scary Disney. Yeah, kind yeah. of like Scary yeah. Disney. And he does die at the end of the book, which is him getting his comeuppance. He, he's actually, at the end of the book, his grandchildren inadvertently kill him because, um, so obviously Lex and Tim are his, his grandchildren. Mm. Um, they let off a Tyrannosaur roar, like over a tannoy, like a fake sound. By accident, yeah. he thinks it's real and falls down a ravine, breaking his ankle, and then is eaten by tiny dinosaurs. I've oversimplified that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so great. That's actually one of the things like where the book is gorier because it kind of all the deaths in the film it cuts away. Basically, you yeah. see they're dead and it cuts away, but the book goes into detail of how this dinosaur yeah. will kill you. Like and those like ones, they, they nibble. Do to your body like they, yeah. the tiny ones, they just nibble. It's just nibbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the tiny ones that are they're, that are really kind of almost. The and they're cut. Ones. T- they're cut completely from the film. The compies. Cut completely. Yeah. yeah. The compies are are procompsignorous. Yeah. <laughs> they're like scavengy kind of. They're like scavengy yeah. little, little dinosaurs, and they look quite cute. They look like little lizards. And what no? And there's mm. a whole other storyline in the book where the compies have actually made it onto the mainland, Costa Rican mm. mainland, and the book opens with that. Oh. And and attack a child and attack a baby and um, a, a sample of this lizard is caught and sent to, you know, a lab. Yeah. And the x-ray from that sample is sent to Alan Grant and he's like, 
this is a dinosaur. Mm. There are dinosaurs in Costa Rica. And um, that's all been cut for the film. But I mean, you could, the film would be 17 years long yeah. if they try to include yeah. every little bit. And the bit where they attack the child on the beach ends up in the third film That's as well. in the third so film. So it starts up, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever even seen... I think maybe I've seen it once, but I've never returned yeah, to it. Yeah, I think I, I saw it in the cinema, but that was... I, I, just, I, kind of, I just noticed the bits that were from yeah. the book. It's really obvious if you've read the book. Yeah. Who returns in the second and third? Because I've only seen the... Like, the, the second... It's a different chunk of them in each. Film. Yeah, it's really completely different. Malcolm comes back. Yeah. His daughter is in the second one. Yeah, John Hammond and the grandkids are at the very, very start of the second one. Yeah. They're kind of the exhibition, exhibition yeah. of it. But um, it is Jeff Goldblum. Does Alan Grant come back in the third one? Yeah, he's the third yeah. one. He talks to dinosaurs, to lost raptors with a bone. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Lies I mean, Thornberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that sounds preposterous. I'm like, well, the whole concept of Jurassic yeah. is preposterous. <laughs> and then in Jurassic World, I think there's a statue to John Hammond. Yeah. And Jurassic World kind of re- returns full circle back to the original themes of Did you Jurassic guys like Park. Jurassic World? I haven't seen it. I did like it. I mean... I don't know if I liked it out of loyalty to Jurassic Park yeah. and mm. the Jurassic Park universe or whatever. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I did see it the day after coming home from a, a hen party in Ibiza. So I don't know if I was somehow coloured yeah. in my you know, viewing of it. Yeah. My, yeah. Was Chris but Pratt good in it? Chris Pratt was, yeah, he was good in it. Solid look. Uh, he's solid. I mean, we had all recently seen him in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. he could really do no wrong. Yeah. Mm. Um, obviously, the female characters, in particular, the main character. Oh yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard. Not Jessica Chastain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, in my head, I was like, yeah, Jessica Chastain. Bryce Dallas, Jessica Chastain Howard. Yeah. Um, January Jones. Yeah, <laughs> she, uh, her character is criminally like just flaunted as kind of a sappy, useless woman who needs men to help her. And doesn't she wear heels? She wears stuff? heels for the entire film. Um, I really, really can't imagine that she couldn't just find a pair of runners to put on. There has to be sketches. They'd be somewhere, an old pair of Crocs or something. (laughs) Something, something. Just barefoot would be irresponsible, but something must. That's like illogical. That that is not a smart person's decision to make. I guess you couldn't really like the the main female character in Jurassic Park, who's Dr. Ellie Sattler, played by Laura Dern, is an excellent character and really displays a lot of strengths and has a lot of the best lines in the film Yeah, and at no point is painted as kind of a weaker no, She's really collected. Really collected. Yeah. And she takes on Velociraptors by herself and at wins. At times kind of holds the entire yeah. film together mm-hmm. I think she's... And she's not like, even though her like boyfriend is out, she doesn't, she's not like moping after yeah, him. Yeah, there's she's no just, whinging. Yeah, there's she doesn't even mention that. Yeah. Um, she's yeah. with it. Like. Yeah. Whereas Jurassic World I think uh, doesn't really live up to the excellent mm. example set by its predecessor, yeah. you know, 20 odd years previously. Yeah, which is weird. Which is a shame. It would have advanced or yeah. like continued it even. Yeah. Yeah, it is It is a shame. Um, she's an amazing character, Ellie Sattler. And one I definitely remember like looking up to and wanted to look like her and I think convinced my mother to buy me a pair of boots that were kind of like the ones she wore <laughs> in the film. Yeah. Like my mother didn't know that at the time. I was like, oh, these would be really sturdy for, you know, cycling. They're going to last, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my feet have definitely stopped growing. So it's <laughs> safe to buy them. I do remember my mother buying me a uh, Jurassic Park knockoff t-shirt in either Duns or Pennies. Oh. Like 1992, Ireland didn't really have any film merchandise available in any stores. Mm. Uh, there was no internet, so you couldn't buy anything on the internet. 
um, you couldn't just waltz into a shop and go, I think I'll have this and I'll have this Jurassic Park keyring. Like, it was like hunting for a needle in a haystack. Yeah. We had posters in Porters and the novelization, there's the novel and it was also the novelization of the film. Yeah. So we had a, like a four foot Velociraptor poster. <gasps> it was in my brother's room originally, but he was too scared of it. <laughs> because it is full, like basically a full size Velociraptor in your bedroom. That's pretty scary. Yeah. So, yeah. Posters were a massive part of my childhood. Is that still yeah. a thing? I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Like, I had. Like posters for birthday presents. Like, oh, what poster do you have? I have Garfield. Oh, you know? I had like my sister when she was younger, like, had it. She was really obsessed with like Michael Jackson. She's like 21 now, but like she was obsessed with him and she had like a poster of him. On her wall, then on my wall in the room, I had like Winnie the Pooh, and then I had another poster of like, I got a poster for Christmas, and it was like the solar system, and then my sister and me got in a fight on the day that I got the poster, she ripped it up. Oh, the wagon. I know, she's really (laughs) nice now, but that was, there was a time. But yeah, posters were like really... And you go to HMV and like flip through. Oh all yeah. yeah, like every Saturday, even though you knew it was there. Of the yeah, 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 yeah. And there would always be really weird, like um, sort of like sexual ones of two women yeah. with like wings or something. Or there'd be like a monkey wearing a suit and be like, "Oh, Mondays are shit." Or like yeah. hanging there and a cat, like oh, a cat. Oh. Yeah, Garfield. Also, even yeah. though I don't remember ever watching Garfield as a child, I think he was just there. Like yeah, like I used to watch oh, the Garfield cartoon, Garfield and Friends. I used to love that. Yeah. Like yeah. Orson the Pig and there was like an egg with feet and stuff. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was a really good cartoon, actually. It was a good cartoon. I think yeah. that might have been later in the 90s. I still watched yeah. it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I was still watching Lizzie McGuire into my 20s. <laughs> That's a solid show. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what was I saying about posters? I can't remember how I got onto that, but... Not oh, being merch. able to find yeah. merch. Oh, not being able to find merch. Yeah, so uh, I remember my mother buying me I'm just painting her as an awful hard and it wouldn't buy me anything but like <laughs> now mom's like they have to they yeah, have to, they have to yeah. rein it in yeah. Yeah. like you got presents on your birthday or Christmas and yeah, that was some pretty people's yeah. moms were crazy like that they'd buy them like you know when someone would have a very really overly generous mom but then you'd be like is there something weird there I don't know yeah. I'm always yeah. just like this. you'd be like maybe this Christmas will be Sylvanian family Christmas oh, it never yeah. was Sylvanian family Christmas one of our neighbours had all of the tur- had all four turtles and Shredder what? yeah just my brothers Crazy had a luxury. lot of Star yeah. Wars merchandise and I don't know how they managed to get away with it. Mm. It's like my friend had all the Barbies so like I would get a Barbie for Christmas and like maybe for my birthday if I asked like for one I get one it might not always be the one that I'd ask for but like it would be Easter and she'd be like I got the Barbie with the washing machine because it's Easter and I'd be like <laughs> well I got a twirl egg so yeah. it sucks to be you. Two twirls in it. <laughs> I was talking about this actually with with some family members because I have some nieces who get like 15, 20 Easter eggs. I got maybe um, four max. Oh, oh I, yeah. I think I, I ever got more than max, one. max. Yeah, and you would talk about it for weeks, but which agonizing? Which one will I get? Mm. It's so devaluing to chocolate. It was a, it was I a terrible <laughs> childhood down the coal mines. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Back to the Jurassic Park merchandise. My mother did buy me a knockoff Jurassic Park T-shirt in either Duns or Pennies, uh, probably Pennies, and it had the Jurassic Park logo that they'd ripped off and then just mm. said dinosaur, where it should have said Jurassic Park. In the font. Yeah, and she, in the font, she does remember the t-shirt. Because oh. I asked her last night, I said, do you remember me going to Jurassic Park all those times? And she said, no, not really. But she said, I do remember that t-shirt. And she remembers me getting the book. And I remember there were, you know, you know sticker packs that have like, like a slab of bubble gum and then a few yeah. stickers mm. and cards. She bought me two of those over the course of my Jurassic Park obsession. They were the same. So <laughs> it's like Pokemon cards for me. Like you, I remember, you'd buy two, and they're really expensive. I was very yeah, like really them. dear. Yeah, like they were like about like four year for a pack or something, yeah. which is bananas. Like, yeah, 
But um, I remember I did get them before and they were the same. Yeah. It's so good. I think, cutting, I, like, I think I might still have them. Really? Mm. And I remember really, really wanting the soundtrack. Buying the soundtracks soundtrack was another another yeah. big thing. Yeah. Um, near where I grew up, uh, which was near Nace, there was a music shop called Top 20, which I think, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Um, but they had a soundtrack section. So okay. you would go in and buy, you know, the Lion King soundtrack mm. or soundtracks were, were a big deal. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have the Jurassic Park album or uh, a parent wouldn't buy it for me. You know, just was like, this is, we've had enough of this. <laughs> Let's move on from <laughs> the dinosaurs. But yeah. I do remember uh, entering a competition in like maybe a Woman's Way magazine. It was, no, it was an English, you know, lady magazine. Yeah, those are terrible things on front. With like, you know, advice on p- putting lemon juice on your hands to yeah, make and them like soft. And patterns. And knitting patterns. Yeah. And, you know, this woman from Coronation Street has new hair or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it was obviously a magazine my mother had gotten or gotten in a hairdresser's or something. Yeah. And there was a competition in the back of it. Like, I happened upon it. Like, it was yeah. the Holy Grail to win the Jurassic Park soundtrack. <laughs> So I sourced a postcard, you oh. know, answered the question. It was like, who directed Jurassic Park? And then wrote on the, I remember it so clearly, I'm so embarrassed. Wrote on, and addressed it, it was somewhere in London, somewhere yeah. posh with a P.O. box in London. Yeah. Wrote, please don't ignore this because I'm Irish. So I thought <laughs> because I wasn't, didn't live in England. Oh, that they'd be like, That they'd be like, it. pick out my postcard and go, oh, Irish? No way, we're not no sending way. that to Ireland. That party's not getting that soundtrack. Yeah. Didn't get the soundtrack. Didn't win the Woman's Way for you know, another That's woman's magazine. I think now of those women sitting in the office, probably with a box of Jurassic Park soundtracks, going, yeah. "How are we going to get rid of these?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the extent of my merch: the T-shirt, the two packets of stickers, which were the same. That's it. <laughs> you bought any merch since? Uh, well, I actually have a Jurassic Park phone cover right now. Um, yeah, when I was thinking again, thinking about what I was going to choose for this podcast and I was like, well, should it be Jurassic Park? And a friend pointed out, well, you have a Jurassic Park phone cover and you're an adult in your 30s. So that's I really think you, you've, yeah. you've made your decision. And I was like, should it be? Maybe I'll pick aliens. You know, is that a little bit more something <laughs> yeah. you can talk about? And they were like, no, it has to be. That's Jurassic not your Park. first Jurassic Park phone cover either, is it? No, no. Yeah. Uh, on a smaller Do you want to explain this one for? Uh, this one is uh, has the character of Dennis Nedry, who, if anyone isn't familiar, he is the the IT guy who sends it all to shit in Jurassic Park, basically. He's by bribed and stuff, isn't he? He yeah. tries to steal some embryos, and by setting down or shutting down the park's security systems, he it leads to inevitable collapse. But the collapse had been predicted by mathematician Ian Malcolm, who says, in a system where chaos is inevitable, this was never going to work. Mm. So. He's so wise. Oh, so much learning. <laughs> I'm, so like, I'm pretty sure stuff I learned from probably more so the book helped me in like various exam questions and, you know, really? sciencey things. And I thought, well, that happened in Jurassic Park. So <laughs> I'll just write that down and hopefully it's right. Um, but yeah, the, so Dennis Nedry uh, with a backdrop of, I think they are T-Rexes. Can you see those? Yeah, they're T-Rexes. I think they're yeah. T-Rexes. Yeah. Um, People ask me, did I have this phone cover designed? I did not. Um, I just Googled Jurassic Park phone covers. And um, this was... It's a great one, though. There actually aren't that many. Dra- they mostly just have the Jurassic Park logo. Yeah. Or they have some um, some version of that Jurassic Parks and Recreation logo that you often see. Which oh, is, yeah. yeah. Um, which that's, I enjoy. Because I really gross. enjoy Parks yeah. and Recreation. <laughs> and then it has these funny little kind of almost manga characters in the corner. Oh. That you can't really make out unless you look closely. Um... They I'd like to meet the person who designed yeah. this phone cover. Yeah, they're full on like Sailor Moons. 
Um, I've thought of, like, I've, I've thought about changing the cover very, numerous times because I'm like, am I a bit old for you know no. this novelty kind of? They're, yeah, they're from Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't recognise them, but does does it make sense why they might be on this Jurassic no, Park phone cover? No, not at all. <laughs> Maybe we should somehow post a picture of this phone cover. Yeah, we'll I figure feel it like, out. I feel like we're making it sound. I know nothing sound. about anime, so I don't. I know like only what I know from like. Osmosis from other people that like yeah. anime. I tried to read manga when I was li- like, not little, like 14. And I read two series and then I was like, this is it. Yeah, it's not for me. Well, yeah. Okay. No, it it's has fine. completely passed me by. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I don't really yeah. know anything about it. I used it. to love like anime. Like I used to love like card captors and Pokemon, but there's so much more to it than that. That was like what we got here. But um. then like there were people I know and that I know now like actually seeked out anime and like are obsessed and did animation in college because of anime because and stuff. Really? No, I'm mm. like even Pokemon, I'm a little bit too old for Pokemon yeah. but I just I was missed in it. it. Like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like it really, um, I spend a lot of time on the internet, it's part of my job to spend a lot of time on the internet yeah. but I feel like by not being on the Pokemon wave, I don't understand a lot, like a certain segment of the internet. I'm just like, yeah. just don't get the Pokemon jokes, I know yeah. nothing about it. Yeah. It, over my head completely. I know I like three Pokemon. Feel left out. Yeah. Uh, a bit like out of a cultural thing even if it wasn't like po- like to possible time wise for you to actually be in it you're yeah. still like I wish I had those references yeah. to talk to people about mm. it like, well, well with Jurassic Park and some people would be like yeah I've never really seen it I, yeah, I think I've seen once. it once my brother mm. and I'm like Ooh. yeah it's weird <laughs> what other people are like value like depending on when they were born and stuff and what was out and everything because yeah. like, I'm like oh that dinosaur film yeah I was like one <laughs> yeah, like to you like Jurassic Park is probably the way I might look at so when I was like the, the Indiana Jones films came out when I was between the ages of like one and ten yeah so to me like I vaguely remember them I remember my older brothers watching them but they're, they're kind of those grainy films that I'm yeah. a little bit too young for yeah or maybe the early Star Wars films, which again I saw as a child because I had older brothers, but they're they're just that little bit too old for me. Yeah. So it's really difficult for me to think of Jurassic Park in those terms for people who are younger than me. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, no, it's such a new and vibrant yeah. film. It's so, <laughs> so amazing. And there's other people looking at it going, state of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you're talking about Indiana Jones, I didn't know this. Um, Harrison Ford was going to play um, Sam Neill's role. Was, yeah, was slated to play yeah. Alan Grant. Obviously, he had a relationship with Steven mm. Spielberg and I can't really imagine him now as... No. He would have been too uh, suave for... He w- and he yeah. would have been too well-known, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, Sam Neill probably would have been relatively unknown. Unknown. Maybe I'm being ignorant on that now, but... but everyone would be looking at him being like, why is Indiana Jones in this style? Yeah. Why isn't he doing more? Yeah. Well, bit, yeah. In the film, he's a bit of an Indiana Jones-style character. Like, he has the hat. Yeah, and the mm. vibe. Like. Yeah. Yeah, he does have the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you got that vibe. <laughs> hey, Alan, call me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't Harrison Ford. Yeah. He's Indiana Jones. Yeah, it would yeah. be like, he can't have it all. Like, yeah, yeah, there's too many things. Yeah. yeah. Don't get greedy, yeah. Harrison. And I don't think, I think that that underplayed relationship between Alan Grant and Ali Sattler may not have worked. With Harrison with Ford Harrison and Lorde. Yeah. Because he just exudes so much sexiness. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's like ridiculous. Even in the new Star Wars, like he's yeah, he's pretty still right, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Chris is a very happy person. <laughs> yeah. One thing that's important about Jurassic Park for me is that it's a fictional character called Alan who is actually admirable and cool because that never ever happens. <laughs> There's not many. There's none. 
There's no much. Anytime a character's called Alan, it's always like a nerd or like an, an accountant or, or a mean or, person. Yeah, or it's like someone's Alan like Partridge. someone's been put yes. exactly. Alan or if there's like someone being Alan, someone sorry. being put upon, and like a charismatic character says, uh, like, "I'm sorry for doing this to you. What's your name?" And the guy will always say Alan. Always, it's but like then Alan Grant is, is like Eugene, and it's like the American yeah. nerd name. Yeah, that's like a tough in, one. nerd name. Yeah, isn't it? Like in mm. Greece, where he's like, "Hey, Eugene," and then like in Hey Arnold, there was the nerd Eugene as well. Poor, poor yeah. Alan's dad. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's fine. He'll fine. be fine. A girl I knew in college, her dad was called Cornelius. Oh, <gasps> which is just tough. It's so tough. That's quite the name. Yeah. That wow. There's no famous yeah. Emers. Emer. It's not. I mean, it's not Eurovision. The, it's Emer. not the glamest of names. Is it? <laughs> it's got a, it's got an Irish. It's yeah, yeah. It's pretty Irish. It's, yeah. it's the more lack of famous Irish people than the lack of yeah. Obviously, Emer's quality I want of the name. Called Alexis because yeah. it's a cool name, a name as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the book, actually, as well, the ages of the children are reversed. Mm. In oh. the book, the boy is older. Okay, and the girl is younger. They still play kind of like she's still the you know computer nerd hacker. Yeah. Um, but the roles are very much reversed, and I don't really know why they decided to. Maybe again, it was a conscious decision to have another strong female character. Yeah. Mm. Although both the children are very strong characters, to be mm. fair. Like, yeah. Maybe the actors that they found were just better. Maybe. Like, yeah. maybe they found her first and then they found the guy who played, is it Tim? Tim, Tim yeah. So, like, it might have just worked out and they were like, oh, listen, I'll just flip it. Yeah. It's fine. She didn't read it. The actress who played uh, Lex didn't ever, I don't think she ever really did any more acting. No, I think she's an artist now. Yeah. I think, like, I'm, you know, Empire do, a, oh, do you? <laughs> uh, Tim went, he was the little boy in Shadowlands. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. Um, and he's still. in... He's like one or two things a year, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in that uh, series that isn't Band of Brothers. Oh, the Pacific. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's in that. Mm. Um, but yeah, Shadowlands, the film, one of the greatest crying scenes of all time. Which one? I don't haven't seen that. Uh, Anthony Hopkins' story of C.S. Lewis. It's amazing. Oh, okay. Watch it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Twitter account where it's Tim grown up now? Yeah. That's my favourite thing. Have you it, seen that? Oh, yeah, where it's like, what? Like, I know the account. Like, I am, like, pretty ignorant. It's like, he's like, oh, the went to the arcade fire and they were brilliant. Also, I was chased by dinosaurs when I was eight years old. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. So, it's just, like, PTSD kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. He just has extreme, like... It's like this yeah. extremely droll kind of... And he'll comment on world events and then go, by the way, I'm the little boy who got electrocuted and flew backwards. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay now, guys. Yeah. He's just like, I just want you all to know. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a, a walking freezer with a velociraptor once. I'm okay though. I'm getting yeah. through it. Yeah. <laughs> through it. The yeah. new Broken Social album. I'm really excited that they're back. Yeah. 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 yeah I was going to go to the zoo today, but thought, you know, maybe the sound would be a bit too much <laughs> because of the time when I was attacked by uh, T-Rex. Yeah. But they're so good for that kind of thing where mm. it's like a neat thought someone has can actually get traction like it's amazing I love yeah. that about it yeah I really applaud the guy or gal who's behind yeah. that Tim Twitter account I can't remember the name of it now but I'm sure if you google it you can, yeah. you can find it it's high we'll put it enjoyable. into the post yeah. yeah yeah. what I like about the music is um, it's really easy to program it into a Nokia 3210 as your ringtone <laughs> yeah. did you have it as your, as your ringtone I definitely did yeah. <laughs> the theme tune yeah like in a polyphonic style yeah yeah. yeah. oh you didn't yeah. even need polyphonic monotonic I oh. think yeah. I I think I uh, seesawed a bit between Star Wars music and um, Jurassic Park music mm. I was oh, it's very late, good epic in my late teens yeah, yeah. Um, but I think actually speaking that I think I kind of denied my Jurassic Park fandom for for the middle section of my teen years because at the time it wouldn't have been seen as a cool film to really 
be your favourite. Kind of dweeby almost. Not that it was dweeby, it was just a blockbuster. And you know, once you hit 15 or 16, it wasn't really that cool as a 15 year old girl. Wes Anderson or something. No, and Mm. then like Clueless came out, Alanis Morissette was on the scene, and it was like, well, it's not really that cool to like Jurassic Park. So I think I denied it for quite some time and kind of pushed it to the back. What did you replace as your favourite while you were denying? Well, my so called life. Uh, was okay. took over my life then Jordan for about yeah, yeah. Pr- probably could have come here and talked about that instead yeah. but chose to talk about Jurassic Park and stayed loyal <laughs> stayed loyal to 12 year old <laughs> Um replaced it with my so-called life replaced it with dyeing my hair bright red um, you know, disobeying my mother those kind of things but always it was always close to my heart but I don't think I revisited it as a proper like obsession until maybe I was in my early 20s oh, okay um, and then just kind of stayed on an even keel of Jurassic mm. Park fandom. And when Jurassic World came out, people were like, oh, you have to go and see it. And I was like, obviously I'm going to go and see it. I'm but, booking it. Like, but, you, but even if it's not brilliant, it doesn't mm. take anything away from Jurassic Park. No. People were really gleeful about telling me how much they didn't like Jurassic World. Really? Yeah. I hate those kind of people. I'm yeah. Like, just, it's like, leave me be with my enjoyment. Also, oh, yeah. When people really, really take the piss out of something that pe- somebody else really loves, I'm like, who hurts you? Yeah, what's Why? your problem? Like, just like, say, like, if you don't like, like, I don't really like Westlife, say. That's okay. But I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sure there's people, people out there that love them yeah. and get tattoos of them. Yeah. So I'm like, that makes them happy. So yeah. that should be fine. Why are you so, like, shriveled that yeah. you want to, like... <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, people were like, so what did you think of Jurassic World? It's one of the worst films I've ever seen. And I'm like, okay. Were they like waiting to tell you, like sitting and like waiting for you to ask? Yeah. Now I'm making it sound like there was people not queuing up at my door to tell me how much they didn't like it. Like two people told me. Yeah. But they didn't need to. Still that hurts. Mm. Yeah, like I don't think Jurassic World is the greatest film of all time. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm still very loyal to the Jurassic Park universe. So Jurassic Park universe, I make it sound like a Marvel universe. (laughs) (laughs) Where they're all intertwined. Well, there is, there are like t- theories about how the characters in the films are intertwined and stuff like that. And will will they eventually develop it into more of a Jurassic Park universe? Oh, really? really? Where they kind of have offshoots and like stuff. Like Zoom Way Out. Zoom Way Out. And hopefully it won't be like Dinosaurs in Space or anything. But No. There was um, a script going around for like a team of like hero ninja velociraptors. That was the, the Jurassic Park 4 script that was going around for a long time. No. Where they were trained and they were ninjas. <laughs> yeah. And well, Steven Spielberg was in Hatch. in Jurassic World are kind of ninja tasks. Yeah, but like heroes? Like, yeah. yeah. How do, they, do they develop a conscience? I don't get it. I don't know. I, I, I stayed, I was kind of so depressed when I saw that. I was like, I'm yeah, just going to, I hope that mm. just passes over. Yeah. That's grim. Um, I still have seen Jurassic World. I saw half of it on a plane as it's meant to be seen. Oh, On a four inch yeah. screen. Yeah. But then yeah, we landed. So that was it. Cut out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Yes. It's... It's it no Jurassic Park. Yeah. I mean, it's made a shit ton of money. Mm. Um, is there going to be a Jurassic Park 5? I don't... Like, I'm sure there I is. I probably will be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, there will, actually, because Chris Pratt yeah. and Jessica Jastain Price and Alice Howard have already yeah. signed up for both of them. <laughs> it must be nice, though, like, that if people, like, kids are seeing this now that might not have ever watched Jurassic Park and then they were going back to watch the yeah. first one. So they're seeing it all for the first time. It would sicken my hole a little bit now if kids were seeing Jurassic World but not Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't know if I'd be able for that. No. I feel like if you see it, like you'd most likely want to go back and see the original. Yeah. Unless you're one of those bratty kids that are like, it's going to look bad because it's old. Yeah. Which is sad. But it doesn't look bad though, does it? No. no. It doesn't. I'm like, like Eddie Sandler, me here. It looks great. I actually <laughs> don't think it? it looks bad. Like, no. Uh, those clothes are quite bright actually. 
the clothes. Eddie Sattler's outfit. Yeah. It's kind of pastely. Yeah. It's, I love her yeah. clothes in it, actually. Yeah, yeah her clothes are amazing. Mm. There's an effort in Jurassic World for Jessica Dallas Howard to, like, emulate <laughs> what she's wearing. Yeah. Um, she kind of ties her shirt up around her waist, and I'm like, look, why are you even bothering? You're wearing heels. Yeah. Stop trying to be all like, oh, I'm rough and ready when you're wearing yeah. heeled shoes. Yeah. In a jungle. <laughs> Have you seen a film called Monsters? I don't think so. It's... The guy who directed was, I think, it, I'm not sure if he ended up directing Jurassic World, but he was attached to it. But it is basically a, like a beat-for-beat beat remake of Jurassic Park. Oh. But it's set in an area of Mexico where aliens have landed and the whole region is cut off. And two people have to get from Mexico to the US through it. Sounds right up my street. But it's, it's actually like every action bit in it is like, so there's like the big attack from big alien in a forest, which is a T-Rex attack. And then yeah. later on they're... Um, in a petrol station and there's like tentacles of aliens coming around corners oh. and it's the kitchen scene from Jurassic Park. Oh. And then at the end they realise that... Was it like a feature film? Yeah, it's a feature it film, like, yeah. Oh. It's really good. But um, And then at the end, um, I won't really end, but again you realise that they're... Like when the, like, but like when the T-Rex comes in and takes out the Lost Raptors you realise they're just not like us. They're not, they're not bad or good. Mm. And it's like, it is Jurassic Park, like oh, beat for beat, but it's really great. And it's, I think it's the actual proper new Jurassic Park yeah. to me. Because okay. Jurassic Park World or Jurassic World is just, you know, a tribute. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not, didn't seem like its own film. No, it me. really wasn't. Yeah. I guess it, I mean, if you look at The Force Awakens, the newest Star Wars film, and there's a lot of talk about how it harks back to the original, mm. um, the 1970s films, but they've managed to do it quite well. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tribute that has carried over really, really well. I think mm. Jurassic Park, Jurassic World wasn't quite as successful in paying tribute to the original Jurassic Park. It just, the, you know, the script just doesn't doesn't stand up. Yeah. But it's yeah. a fine film. <laughs> I won't hear about it. No, I will hear about it. But, um, I hadn't heard, uh, I hadn't seen any of the Star Wars and, uh, at all. And I went to see The Force Awakens and I went with uh, Dee and we both went and hadn't seen any of them. And we were like, this is so deadly. And yeah. everyone was like, oh, the originals are just like that. And we were like, we were taught about like people you know people at parties like, I can't believe you haven't seen Star Wars yeah. and they were always very boring kind of serious yeah. mm. so I always thought in my head those films are like, and then the prequels always looked really like dark Dreadful. and like slow and yeah. bad <laughs> yeah. so then when like people were like yeah no they're pretty much just adventure films I was like why didn't anyone tell me yeah. <laughs> so annoying like how someone's description of something can colour whether you want to actually end up watching it or not yeah, that's by them being People like are such bores about. I know. I can't believe you haven't seen this. Oh, yeah. I'm probably guilty of it myself sometimes. No, but it's but different. There's a tone that some people yeah. use where it's yeah. like, I can't believe you can call yourself a this age person and not have. And it's just like, shut up. Oh, you're like shite off. Have you yes. listened to you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm watching Gilmore Girls again. Yeah. How many times have you seen Gilmore Girls season six? Because if it's less than four, then I don't want to talk to you. E four ran it for the entirety of my leaving, sir. Like it got me through it. Yeah. So. Gilmore Girls is another thing I probably could have I would actually about here. I think I'd probably talk about Gilmore Girls yeah mm. there's so much in it though I, I would probably reduce it down to like oh sh- I don't know maybe the relationships with the characters yeah maybe I'd probably just pick Richard and Emily and just go amazing characters yeah. Alan you've seen Gilmore Girls no I never have uh-huh. I'm assuming it's going to be on Netflix the whole thing's going on go on Netflix soon when the remake comes out so I'm going to watch yeah. it all then yeah they're yeah. making yeah. a seven how many there were six seasons so this there's is making a seventh season of four episodes. Oh no, there were seven seasons because season six, Amy Sherman Pollard Young left. Yeah. Season seven, that's why you're like, there's six seasons because yeah. season seven is like, yeah, didn't grim. happen. So there's going to be the four 90 minute episodes and it's going to be beautiful. 
It's going to be beautiful. How can we tie Gilmore Girls back to Jurassic Park? There's something there. <laughs> there has to be something there. Is there anybody in common in them? <sighs> oh. Does, do they read six, Jurassic Park in it at any point? No, probably. I'm sure they mentioned Jurassic Park yeah. because Gilmore yeah. Girls is basically just, you know, 48 minutes of pop culture references. It's beautiful. Stuck together. So I, should, I really should watch it. It sounds like my thing. It's, it's pretty good, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, think, I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. I, got, I used to really like the characters when I was younger. Like, I used to be like, Rory's so cool. Because my nana loved it. Um, like, she passed away. Ago, but, like, we were pals, like, really good friends. So she'd watch it with me. And, like, I'd love it. And I just kind of wouldn't take in how selfish all the characters yeah. are. Whereas now, like, what I remember when I watched it doing the Leaving Cert, I was like, these, are, they're not, like, Rory's not a nice person. No, she's not. She's dreadful. So bad. And a pain in the hole. She's such a key bag. <laughs> like, just, I don't know how Lane stays friends with her. <laughs> Lovely Lane. But yeah, that's what I would talk about. But that is not what we were talking about. <laughs> Another one I was thinking about talking about was Aliens. Which I haven't is the seen second, it. I've only seen uh, it once. The second yeah. installment, I have seen it, I would say, easily 50 times. Is that Ridley Scott? Uh, it's no, James it's the James Cameron, Cameron one. Oh. Um, Alien is uh, really So cool. I, oh, okay. I probably yeah. saw Aliens around the same time that I saw Jurassic Park, um, even though as a 12-year-old I probably shouldn't have been watching Aliens, mm. but um, my no. dad really yeah. had no qualms about, you know, me watching. Yeah, no, same. You know, oh yeah, I watched I Heard when I was six. He was, yeah, like, <laughs> he was like, look, you've reached an age where you, you yeah, seem to know what's yeah. going on. Like, You're a yeah. Let's, yeah. let's watch this amazing film together. Yeah. Um, so I could have come here and talked about Aliens easily for an hour. Yeah. How much I fancied Hicks. <gasps> Who played Hicks? Michael Bine, I think was his name. He's the baddie in one of the Terminator films. Okay. No, he's a good, no. he's a good guy in Terminator. He's Terminator. a good guy in Terminator. In the first one. He's a baddie in something. I can't remember what it no. is though. Anyway, yeah, um, he plays he plays the, the well the main character in Aliens is Sigourney Weaver yeah. and there's a child in it as well. Yeah. So they're the two main female characters and he's kind of a supporting character. Oh, cool! Okay, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing, and there's actually loads of uh, mirroring in Jurassic World as there is in Aliens. Like it's undeniable influences. Mm. Oh, really? Between Jurassic World and Aliens, so there's okay. a tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vanny, final thoughts about Jurassic Park? Um. Any final thoughts about Jurassic Park? I really have enjoyed revisiting yeah. um, how much I loved it, mm-hmm. you know, as a 12 year old, even though I, I struggle to remember actually the, the ins and outs and, and the details. And I, it makes me realise why when it's on telly, I will always watch it. I never get sick of seeing it. People will text me and go, it's on. It's always on like ITV4 on a Sunday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. And I just will always stick it on. I never get sick of it. Um, I appreciate like the direction it gave me in terms of really enjoying like archaeology and paleontology and those kind of things as a teenager. And um, yeah, I just love it. It is one of the greatest films ever made. Well, there we go. You were nicer. Thank Ira McLeisa, that's your name. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks. This has been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and thank you. you, Ellen. Bye. And that's the podcast. Um, thank you so much to Ira McLeisa and Ellen Hannum. They were brilliant. And I'm so happy we got to talk about Jurassic Park because I think they're filming all the time too. Um, Juvenalia is part of the Heads Up Podcast Network. So we want to say thank you to them for letting us do this. Um, please like subscribe and rate and review and stuff on iTunes because it makes such a difference you've no idea it's really really important um, and I'm crazy for numbers so I need that thank you um, also thank you so much for watching and or not watching listening to the first couple of episodes um, and for saying nice things to us and also thank you to Steve McDonald for doing the artwork which as you can see if you look at your phone right now is amazing okay um 
that's this episode. Thank you and see you soon. Bye, 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 bye.